I grabbed my phone and I snuck out. I didn't want them to see me do it. So I snuck to my front porch, <laughs> shut the door behind me and danced. And, and let me tell you, this dance I did, it, it blew up. It, it, it went viral. <laughs> One dance. Welcome to episode nine of the Unalike podcast. We have a really fun show for you today, starting with the man who did something unconventional when the neighbor kid kept riding his bike on his driveway. Plus Loretta Lynn and Kid Rock, two musicians with two very different kinds of music. But we're going to get to the bottom of the one thing that they both have in common, and it might surprise you. Plus, she is the dancing grandma who became an overnight sensation when she began putting videos on TikTok, but only after her own children said, no, mom, that can wait until tomorrow. Natalia, how are you doing today? I am doing so good. It's been a good week. I have to tell you that, you know, you've been to a few swim meets with me and my daughter is finally back at swim meet. So that's something that's pretty exciting. We got to go to one last weekend. It was very different. We had to sit outside on the grass to watch wow. through the windows, but she got to swim and she got all PR. So that was a great weekend for us. Oh, that's exciting. That's really good. Congratulations to Chesney. Yeah. Yeah. Really well, fun to be proud of our kids. Before we talk yeah. a little bit more though about what I'm up to, I do want to mention something. There Last week's episode with the Fry family and Sarah Fry and her amazing story. First of all, so inspirational. But second, I noticed a comment on YouTube that was left by her aunt. And this comment really just struck me how amazing this family is. So I think you should share it and let everybody know just, just reassuring how amazing that family really is. Yeah. Yeah. We were really impressed with the entire Fry family. And, and this speaks to the magnitude of how amazing they are because this is an extended family member, but her aunt April left this comment that we want to pass along to you, all of our viewers and listeners. She says, thank you for this wonderful podcast, highlighting my niece, Sarah Fry. I love everything about it. And I heard for the first time listening to this, some of the incredible ways in which this family has dealt with the tragic injuries Sarah has sustained. I think this story is so powerful that it could change all of our lives if we take the time to ponder, reflect, and understand what has happened and Sarah Fry's strength and attitude. It is amazing. All my prayers for the Fry family. So that was in episode eight of our podcast, The Unalike Show. And if you haven't had a chance yet to listen or to watch, be sure to go back, take an hour out of your day. You will feel like a better person after listening to this family and hearing what they have been through and how they're coping and the, the little tips. And, you know, her dad talked about, he shared the example of what he does during each visit to the hospital to visit Sarah and so they, they shared some intimate details about what they're doing to get through her recovery process. And you'll have to go back and listen to hear about it. Yeah, totally agree. It was so inspiring. Um, yeah, I love that episode. So what have you been up to, though? I know that you were busy this week. Last week, we talked about how you had done a speaking engagement. And this week, you participated in another. I don't it wasn't a speaking engagement. What was it? <laughs> 
Yeah, staying busy, definitely. This week I had the opportunity to serve as a panelist for the Fall Leadership Conference of the Utah FBLA chapter. So FBLA means or stands for Future Business Leaders of America. And this is a high school club. It also goes down to the junior high level. But for uh, our young people, for the future leaders of America, this is a club that high school students can participate in. And I was invited to come in and to serve as a panelist. It's an organization that I happen to be very passionate passionate about. I am a past member, so I guess you would say an alumni. And they invited me to attend their fall conference and to weigh in on what judges are looking for. So so this club, a little different from a lot of other clubs, this club is all about competing. And you compete in events that are real-world scenarios, all in the business field. So some people show up to the state contest and they prepare to take a test on statistics, or they show up prepared to give a sales pitch or to actually sell somebody on a product. Uh, And in fact, one of the judges, I have to tell you a cute story. He talked about how uh, one of my co-panelists talked about how last year when he was a judge, he was judging with another male and a young high school female came into the room and her sales pitch was on makeup. And he said, of course, my co-judge and I had no vested interest in wearing makeup, but that girl did so well in her presentation that when she finished, we both wanted to buy some. (laughs) So those are the kinds of stories and, and things that as judges we get to participate in. I usually judge and participate in the community service event. So you may not know this, but Our high school students are working on community service projects throughout the year. And with this FBLA organization, they then have the opportunity to come to the state contest and present on what their club has done to serve over the past year. And that one gets me every time. It always pulls at my heartstrings when I hear the good that is being done in our world today by our young people. So anyway, I was invited to come in and to speak about my experiences as a judge and to let you know, it was a panel, so it was open mic and the kids had the opportunity to just ask questions and find out what they can do to better prepare for those state competitions. They happen every spring. And so if you're not involved in FBLA or your kids, your grandkids, it's something I highly encourage you to do so because it's giving them real world experience and helping them to become better people. So that's way cool. I, I didn't participate in FBLA, but a few years ago, you and I actually had the opportunity to go to Anaheim, California, to their national conference. And I have to tell you, that was one of the most inspiring things I've ever been to. The kids there, the speakers, it was amazing. And their enthusiasm about giving back, like you're saying, and being good. It was really cool. So, well, I'll tell you, I remember going to that contest and and that national competition down in Anaheim. And don't you kind of feel like I walked in that room and was surrounded by all these 16, 17, 18 year olds. And I kind of felt like I was out of place. Like these kids are way more prepared for taking on the world than I ever was. They know way more than me. They're smarter than me. It was a little bit intimidating. Absolutely. Those, those kids were inspiring. They are inspiring. They are. 
And and kudos to our education system for keeping up with all of the developments that take place in the, you know, technology is a good example. The technology field is developing so rapidly that high school teachers, college professors have to stay on top of how to teach that because it's becoming, you know, my girls talk to me and they can't believe that when I was growing up, I learned how to type on a computer that had a black screen with only one font color. And, and now I watch them and they're coming home with their own Chromebooks, you know? So teachers have a lot to stay on top of. And I, I commend everyone who is in the education world because it's a lot to stay on top of. (laughs) Totally, totally agree. So speaking of different people, Natalia, I want to change gears a little bit. Okay. I read something kind of funny the other day. It said, there are two types of people in this world. And when I read this, it reminded me of a story that you told a couple episodes back. And so I immediately thought of you and thought, oh, I've got to share this with you. So there are two types of people in this world. There are those who get ready for a vacation and pack one week early. Mm-hmm. And there are those who wake up the morning of and realize they still need to do a load of laundry. Oh, yeah. I We totally talked about this a few weeks ago and how Brad packs for me. I do have to, like, put in a little disclaimer here, though, standing up for myself. I spent the last almost 11 years until 2020, really, on the road traveling and teaching. And it was so – I think I was so overwhelmed with the fact of teaching – that packing was just something I just didn't do. It's kind of weird, but to me, that kind sure. of, you like my whole focus was on my teaching. So yeah, I don't pack for myself, but I did have reasons why I didn't, but it's all good. I'm still taking advantage of him packing for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, Natalia's not either one. Brad does the packing plus the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So speaking of people that are unalike, you know how much I love music. My child is named after a country singer. We love music in our household. So a few weeks ago, I read the coolest, well, craziest, funniest, whatever you want to call it, thing online. Um, If you know who Loretta Lynn is, so she's a country singer and she's actually 88 years old. You probably also have heard of Kid Rock. He's He's Kid Rock. (laughs) So I guess the two of them have been friends for years, and they've kind of always had this running joke that someday, if the two of us are single, we're just going to get hitched. So a little while back, a couple Loretta Lynn's, I don't know if it was her daughter or son, but anyways, they were renewing their vows. So she was there, and it was just this great moment, and Kid Rock happened to be there. So of course, he got down on one knee and proposed to her. Now, obviously, it was a hoax, wow. and it was just for fun. <laughs> but I think it's so cool he, that they're Kid so Rock different. to Loretta they, Lynn. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, I've got one for you. This is a story okay. that picked up a lot of attention on online, just earlier this year, a couple months ago. So a YouTube user who goes by the name of Canyon Chasers made a video, put this out. And so this man says, man, you know, coronavirus, we're all stuck at home. We're spending a lot more time home these days. And so I've noticed that the motion sensors over my garage are going off 
at like the same time every single evening and it's starting to drive me nuts. I'm paying attention to it. I'm wondering what the heck is going on. So he started to pay attention and about the same time every evening, a family from down the street went on their evening walk. Mom and dad, and as I recall, they're pushing a stroller but then there's a little boy. He looks like he's probably only three years old. He's got the little wheels that are only like 10 inches across, 10 inch wheels. But that little boy is coming up the driveway and doing a loop back down the driveway and then continuing down the sidewalk. Well, this guy, Canyon Chasers, gets the idea to go outside and you won't believe what he did. I don't know. I hope it was something awesome. <laughs> You're going to love it. He got a great big fat piece of chalk. He went outside and he mapped out a racetrack on his driveway. So great big, like with curves, switchbacks all around in the driveway, way more complicated than the, just the, the up and back U shape that the boy had been doing. So the very next night, you can imagine that he's sitting by the door and he actually had his surveillance camera videotaping all of this, which is how he's got this YouTube video available now. But he Mm -hmm. uh, captures footage as the little boy comes back down the street and this time hesitates, notices the track, and then he takes off down the track. So the man with the driveway goes outside and he makes a new track with a new route a new pattern. Oh, so he's like changing it. So the next time he comes by, he has a new one. Yeah. So sometimes he leaves it. The same one stays in place for a few days. Totally depends on the weather. But yeah, he said, this has kind of become our thing now. That's amazing. I hope he realizes how much he really impacted that boy's life because that's pretty cool. A really simple way that you could just give back. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely doing something to put smiles on the faces of other people. So speaking of smiles, I want to introduce today's unalike guest. She is a dancing mom of six girls. She has a Marine son with a few grandkids in the mix, and her story all began with an eHarmony marriage. So earlier this week, I had the opportunity to catch up with Marie Mooring of The Mooring Bunch. Here's a look back at that interview. Marie, how are you doing? So good to see you today. Good day. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You today. <laughs> well, we're, we're doing good. I have to tell you, um, obviously, we're excited to talk with you about dance and, and all of the wonderful blessings that have been in your life. I know that you definitely are a believer in God and you can see his hand in your life. And, and I want to get into that a little bit more. But before we do, I have to tell you, Last night in reviewing for my interview this morning, I was talking with my family about it and my kids started asking about you. So in our house, you're, you're the dancing grandma and I hope that's okay that we call you that. I love being a grandma. That is perfectly okay. (laughs) Yeah. So Anyway, we were talking about the interview and I realized I hadn't really taken time to show my girls any of your videos, but, but my girls love to dance. And so already at bedtime, we had already done our bedtime routine, but they started asking me questions and we pulled up some of your videos, which I think we're going to show here in a minute. Uh, I, you've got everything from the old school to the new stuff. 
but it set off a full-on dance party in the bedroom. Really? Awesome. Half an hour. I love it. I love it. See, that's what I like to hear. That is awesome. Yeah. It was all just, <laughs> it, it, yeah. I mean, you're doing what you love is changing other people's lives. That's, that, that feels so great. That feels so great. That is my goal. So we talked about you have a um, amazing, handsome son, six beautiful daughters, but it hasn't always been this perfect, blissful family. There was a time when you really struggled, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to uh, the early 2000s when you were a young mom. I know that you were single. Mm -hmm. Take us back there and tell us what life was like when you first landed in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, I would love to. Thank you so much. Uh, shout out to your daughters and you all for having the TikTok grandma put you to sleep with dance. <laughs> I love that. That makes me so happy. That is definitely my joy. And you're right. You know, um, getting to this place today has definitely not always been easy, but it's been worth it. So in the early 2000s, it was about 2009, um, newly divorced, single mom. Um, you know, I. I had three daughters at home. They were eight, nine years old, and I'm working in corporate America, and I wanted something different. And so my heart was ask God, you know? We can ask, God says we can ask whatever, and, and you know, and he, according to his will, he will do it. So I said, God, I need um, to have an opportunity to be at home with my daughters. I don't want my daughters opening the door for themselves after school, feeding themselves a snack, and I'm on the phone calling, trying to make sure that they did their homework. I want to I be with them. I want the experience to be me at home with them, and we, we be together, whatever I need to do. And so, you know, that was my prayer, kept working, and, you know, dance is my heart. Dance is my love. It's my passion, and it's, yeah, really, yeah. it's really a gift. So I do it anyway. You know, they are, you always hear the saying, if you love, if you love what you do, you'll do it for free. Well, you know, I've I spent many years just dancing for not $1. And so <laughs> this particular Sunday I'm at church and I'm just dancing my heart away for God. And after service, a beautiful woman comes up to me and says, you know, have you ever thought about owning a dance studio? And I, I literally had never thought about owning a dance studio, no matter how good I was at dance, always wanted to be an accountant. So um, no, I had not thought about ever making uh, dance for a living, right? Right, so, right. You know, that sat in my spirit immediately. And, you know, she said, well, if you, you think about it, I want to give you this offer. I have a building, you know, I'm not using it. I think it would make a great dance studio. And I think you would make a great dance studio owner. And wow. So, you know, it's Talk amazing. Talk about God putting that right in front of you. Yes, that was that was literally not that long after I prayed for some way to be with my daughters, yeah. without, you know, every day. And so, you know, I, I thought about that and I prayed about that, her offer. And, you know, it's 2009. It's the beginning of a recession and right. people are losing their jobs and houses are being foreclosed. The bubble has burst and, you know, all that high interest homes, uh, everybody's, you know, going through a hard time. And I had a great job at that time. My job was not in jeopardy. I was doing great. You know, the only thing was I was not with my daughters and they were spending a lot of time without me. And so I said, um, you know, this may be the answer to my prayer. 
And, you know, I, I took her up on that offer and it's the best decision I ever made. I know that this was a huge leap of faith for you because it meant putting everything on the line. And you've, you've shared with me, it meant taking some money out of the bank. It meant putting everything into this. And even your pastor talked to you a little bit about that. What did he say? What was his advice? You know, people are so excited, you know, for, for you and, you know, you want, people to be, you want, you want to help people. You want people to get to their next goal. You want to see people succeed. So, you know, I'm excited about this opportunity that I have. So I started telling everybody like, I got the opportunity to open a dance studio. I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go all in. I'm not going to go part-time. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to take my savings and I'm going to open this dance studio and I'm going to be all in, you know, right. And right. immediately, you know, because my faith, was that strong. You know, I, I go to church because I believe God and um, I like to be with people who believe God. So, you know, I'm telling everybody about this and some people are excited, but some people are very nervous and they started putting, you know, nervous energy on me about, oh, it's a recession and you got three daughters to think about and you can't leave your job. So I decided to talk to uh, this pastor because for sure he's going to say, if you hear from God, <laughs> Absolutely. Do it. Do it. You know, but this pastor definitely was, you know, he tried to be supportive as much as possible, but also putting that, you know, our mind, our flesh into it and saying, well, you know, you really should not do this right now. You got these daughters. It's a bad time in the economy. Um, You know, maybe God did call you, but this is just a dangerous time to do that. And I advise you really against it, you know. Oh, it changed my heart, you know, and I was just like, I, I was shocked because, you know, I go to church every Sunday and listen to you preach to me about yeah. when God move, you move. And I go every Sunday and hear these words, you know, we are more than conquerors, you know, you know, cattle on a thousand hills belong to God. Everything is ours, you know, and, yeah. and so this invigorated me. It really gave me passion and more faith. And I moved on that and, and to have um, it returned as with a little fear just kind of struck me, but I didn't let it deter me. I think eventually he caught on and he said, you know, I, I moved forward anyway. And of course he gave me his blessing, but just that initial reaction did kind of sure, sure. shock me. Right. <laughs> would you say that as you've clearly found success and we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but would you say that in those early days, as there were people who doubted, did that only light a bigger fire inside of you to prove them wrong? You know, you know, they say, make your haters your motivators. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I tried to do that. It, it was, it didn't always feel good, but you know, I definitely was like, well, you, you just gonna, my actions are going to have to speak louder than my words. So I definitely realized that, you know, the more you have naysayers and you keep going that it just really fuels you, you know, becomes a stepping stone and you just keep climbing and yeah, it yeah. did. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the family. You, at, at this point in the story, you've got your three beautiful daughters. Your son is a little bit older now, I believe. He's back living with dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then God put another miracle in your path. And it came in an unconventional way. I mean, you know, it seems to be the story of my life here. You know, <laughs> He, he loves to beautifully surprise me. I, I call this part of my life the beautiful surprise, right? Because, you know, I'm... I've got this new studio. It's going 
good, you know, it's not, it's not, I'm going through my savings at the same time too, because, you know, business got to get going, right? It's not going to just pop off like that. So I expected that things are going well, you know, I'm working hard, the new people meeting a lot of new people at the studio, but still feeling something missing. You know, I, I've always knew that I would be a wife, you know, that's just like, I have a heart for yeah. family and being a mom and having, you know, being the head of a family with a husband. And so that's always been my heart. But, you know, I, I dug into the studio and kept working, had my daughters by my side. So I'm feeling really good. You know, I'm like, God is really blessing me. And so, uh, you know, that passion to be a wife never really went away, that part of me. So, you know, I'm working 40 hours a week on the dance floor and I don't have time to go out with friends as much and definitely yeah. don't have the time to go out and try to meet. So anyone. where do you go to meet people? Where do you go to you meet know? guys? what do you do? You yeah. know, it's 2010 at this point, And I'm uh -huh. like, Hey, I'm hearing uh -huh. about this online dating, plenty of fish, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Hmm, you know, let me try this, you know, but I, I decided to go with eHarmony because out of all the dating sites, eHarmony to me seemed to be the most efficient the most safe um you know it was a paid service there were some free dating sites but you know you get what you pay for right so yep, exactly. said, let, let me get on a paid site that means that whoever i'm may get connected with they're paying sure. for the site as well and they're taking the process serious as well yeah you're invested um and in all these things i really like the process flow but you know i, I went on eHarmony. Uh, of course my my current husband is not the one i met first i met plenty of guys had a good time however when we connected it just was a certain fire that was lit and you know here we are we, we started dating and um introduced our children he has three daughters and i have three daughters and here we are the mooring bunch so the here's, a story. <laughs> here's a story <laughs> here, here is literally a story about how he was raising his three daughters and i was raising my three daughters and we both wanted the same thing and god put us together and it was a beautiful surprise truly I love that. That is a great, I love how you put that, a beautiful surprise. And you guys have been together for 11 years now, right? Yeah, we've been, we've been together for 10 years, going on 11 years, and we've been married for seven. So we dated for three years. Mm -hmm. We took our time. We had both been married before. It's, it's the, 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 the timeline of this is just really amazing. Um, we we actually got divorced at the same time. We didn't know each other then, sure. but we started raising our daughters at the same time, started having a heart to want to get a family back together at the same time. And so when we met, our daughters are basically the same age. We both got, we got like two 21-year-olds, two 20-year-olds, two 16-year-olds, you know, they're wow. the same age. So it's like three sets of twins. <laughs> and um, <laughs> You know, when we were dating, we were just like, okay, well, this relationship is really going to be dependent because we we like each other a lot, but well, our girls like each other, you know, that's a lot of girls. Sure. <laughs> and so we were just like, this relationship is really going to depend on how our daughters really get along and how they vibe with each other. And so we introduced them and it was like, they loved each other instantly. It was like sisters from the jump. You you know, people have a hard time trying to tell which one is his and which one are mine, you know? Right, <laughs> and, right. And, and I tell them good luck with that because we are <laughs> blended. We are blended. And, um, you know, it's great. It's great. 
Well, I know that blending can be difficult, but you guys have a beautiful story. You have definitely made lemonade out of those early life lemons yes. and it, the beautiful surprise. That's the best way to, to summarize it all up. So yeah. you've been really busy. Ooh. <laughs> I've been that's, really busy. <laughs> that's forward to 2020. And we have, you know, this is a little bit poetic in that you launched the dance studio coming out of the 2008 recession. Fast mm -hmm. forward 12 years, we're now living through a pandemic. And in the middle of that all, your girls have continued to dance mm -hmm. and they have discovered this tiny little platform that a few of our followers and listeners and viewers may have heard of called TikTok. I noticed my teen daughters on it and they were showing me things. I'm like, what is this TikTok? You know, and I love to dance. So I'm always into all styles of dance, all kinds of dance. And I like to watch dance. And so I'm, you know, I'm watching my daughter do this TikTok and, you know, the studio is closed, it's quarantine, it's COVID, I can't do any work with dance and people, and I'm starting to eat, and I'm like, I need to get <laughs> I need to get moving. Ooh, I gotta get moving, I gotta get off this couch and start moving. So, you know, originally what I did was on Facebook, I started a dance group, and we were doing, you know, Zumba, I was just doing a free private Zumba course on Facebook live. And you know, I was, that was fine. But then I stopped that. Um, and I really wanted to get to moving for my own self, you know? And right. so I said, let me try this TikTok thing. I asked my daughters, I said, can I do a TikTok with you? The, the look they gave me, gave me. <laughs> I, I said, oh, mom, are know, you crazy? A, yeah. Like I'm not putting you on my TikTok. No, my <laughs> friends will, my friends will roast me, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. Mom, do you want me to lose my followers? Yes. And, you know, I was, I'm just asking. So they were nice. They said tomorrow. Right. I said, okay, that's no problem. We could do it tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow, I'll be ready. Uh, I'll get my yeah, outfit now. I'm going to start picking my music, getting my moves <laughs> out, right? I'm literally thinking about what I want to do. And so the next day comes and the next day, and, I, and the, the answer was always tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids are savvy, man. I was like, okay, tomorrow, you know, I'm taking their word for it. You know, you guys are young people of your word. We're going to do this TikTok. You started to catch on to the whole tomorrow I secret. I did. So what I did was, okay, tomorrow is never coming. I need to... Once again, take my own life in my hands. I said, well, at least could you install TikTok on my phone and show me how to use it? Yeah. I can do that. They, they did that. <laughs> I'll so show you. I grabbed my phone and I snuck out. I didn't want them to see me do it. So I snuck to my front porch, <laughs> shut the door behind me and danced. And let me tell you, this dance I did, it, it blew up. It, it, it went viral. <laughs> One dance. You've only been on TikTok for two months. Two months. And uh, over close to a quarter of a million followers. I know that some of your videos have been liked over 11 million times. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? That is greater than the population of many states <laughs> across the US. Right, right. That, that many people watching you and being inspired by your dancing. And yeah, it all began with true. a couple of daughters who said, no mom, we'll do it tomorrow. That's where it all began. They said, no. <laughs> they said no tomorrow. So now, so now they like, can we get on your TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> hey, no <mom>. tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, you know, but it, it is, it really was like that. And, you know, 
it's it's a worldwide thing. So, you know, where at first my focus was the United States, it's then went to Japan and United Kingdom and, you know, over in, you know, it's just everywhere, Mexico. And people yeah. are just like, we're watching you while you're sleeping, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and that is really cool. That is really, really cool. I love the reach that God has uh, granted me and I'm definitely not taking it for granted. So you, I love that little story you shared about going out the front door. It all started with, because for those who do follow, you're usually standing outside the front door, but that's the mm -hmm. reason and, and that's the purpose behind it. It began with sneaking away from the kids. Yes. Yes, like I need a private area that I can dance and they're not worried about, uh-oh, mom is getting on TikTok. <laughs> giving me nervous energy, but you uh -oh, know. Uh-oh, guys, here she goes again. Where's here mom? Here she goes, yeah. They don't know where mom is. Right, open the front door. And then also, you know, something about the front door, like I've just always been obsessed with the front door because for me, it represents new opportunities and, and a new day and, and just having a new hope and 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 just you know being excited about the day when you walk out that front door you should walk out with expectation and and be excited about the day because that's when things begin to happen so that's another reason i love you know, like just walking out the front door look it's new everything's new you yeah know, it's not, you, know, you gotta get out things don't come to you i mean we have the internet and they can but a lot of the magic happens outside of your house like sure. just go outside mm -hmm. Just like thinking and coming up with new ideas, we we within ourselves have to think outside of the box. Well, you're literally thinking outside of the box. Literally, right? <laughs> I like that. So you've come up with some great ideas on TikTok and, and we're showing some of those videos here. I know that your old school dance moves have been extremely popular. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some things that you have that are in the works that we can expect to see pretty soon? You know, this old school dance is exciting, right? Because, you know, in our culture today with all the twerking and all the, you know, the the sexual type of dances, yeah. old school really brings you back to a wholesome style of dance. You know, it gives uh, the young people something to aspire. You know, is we can do other moves. You know, there's so many moves out here that you can learn. So really the old school moves is the platform, you know, really just doing them in different choreography styles, just really trying to make them popular is my goal. Um, yeah. And I will expose all other kinds of dance. You know, we got uh, West African dance, which, you know, Nigeria just celebrated their 60th independence yesterday. That's amazing. Um, we got West African, we have a uh, Latin dance, you know, all the salsa, salsa and bachata. We got jazz, you know, we got praise dance, which is what landed me in the studio in the first place. So yep. always gonna, you know, give God the glory through dance. And so um, we're gonna start doing some tutorials. We're gonna start teaching people. We're gonna start having um, workshops, live workshops that you'll be able to join us. Um, so everybody who likes to see me dance, I hope that they will come and dance with me via classes and, you know, duets. It's called a duet on TikTok where you can stand side by side and do the dance with me. So I'm going to be promoting a lot of that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You had a little duet that went a little bit viral. <laughs> yes. You know, it, I, listen, I don't know if you've ever heard of Wayne Brady, the Wayne, Wayne Brady. Who? 
Wayne Brady, <laughs> the Wayne Brady, yeah, the Wayne, Wayne Brady, the talented, multi-talented. Mm -hmm. Wayne Brady duetted my dance video, one of my old school hip hop videos, and I mean, I was so impressed. That man can dance. He gave me a run for my money. I must admit, I was like, oh, I didn't think anybody could keep up with me at this age. That was <laughs> but, amazing. Didn't he do so good? Yes. Nailed. Yeah, yes, yeah. he nailed it. I mean, he practiced. He wouldn't put on his Adidas suit. And <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> he made a whole. He made a whole production out of it. It was great, and you know, it just made me feel so good that you know somebody said, "Oh, look at my family dancing with the stars," or rather, the stars dancing with her. It was great. It was right. great. Which, wait, which was it? Did you find him, or did he find you? Right. You know, yeah. he, he literally found me, and he duetted me, and you know, that gave me further visibility and it just made it really cool. Awesome. Yeah. So where can we send people for more information about your studio? Oh, well, thank you. So at the Morning Bunch, at any of the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok in particular, um, I'm going to do a lot of special stuff on TikTok that may not get to the other sites sure. um, because I want that to be the main stage. Um, but on any platform we're at the mooring bunch marie it's so good to catch up with you i yes. am tickled that we were able to take a few minutes to get to know you better and to share your story thank you for finding a way to make people across the world smile a little bit more each day this has been so fun thanks for having me and thanks for everybody that's listening to everybody who's interested and you do follow i look forward to uh, socializing with you I loved that interview with Marie. She is so inspiring. I think my favorite part of that whole entire interview was the fact that her kids kept telling her no, and she finally <laughs> just went and did it on her own. I know. That's awesome, huh? And you know what else? Yes. The other thing about it is it goes to show that age doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And she can dance. It's inspiring. She's got some moves, right? Well, yeah, like yeah. she said... Her, her studio is available online, so if you're looking for some classes, hop on over to our website. We'll link to hers, and you can get more information over there. Well, as we come to a close today, we want to share one final thought with you, and this is a story that we found online from Catherine Shaw Pugliano. Catherine shared into a Facebook group that a couple of months ago while getting out of her car, a huge gust of wind blew her car door wide open and slammed it into this big, really nice truck and it left a very visible dent. Catherine says, I was sick to my stomach, but I left a note with my number, ready to take responsibility, and this is what I got a couple hours later in reply. So she shares the screenshot of the text message, and it says, Katie, you left me a note about catching the door of my truck in the parking lot. Don't sweat it. It's no problem at all. I appreciate you leaving the note. It means a lot to see some basic courtesy in our world today. I hope you have a fantastic day and wish you the best on windy days moving forward. There is so much good in the world today. You just have to be looking for it and you will find it. It is there, I promise. Thank you for being a part of the Unalike podcast and sharing some time with us. We love to hear from you, so please comment below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. See you later.